everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we had a good weekend. A new week is upon us. I think it's appropriate to start with some rankings. We'll start with power rankings. We'll also get into the updated top 100 prospect rankings because it's about that time. It's about time for the draft in just a couple weeks. It's about time for the All-Star Game. Uh, by the way, Call of World Series finale is on Monday night, LSU versus Florida. You do have some high-level draft prospects playing in that game, so check that out if you haven't. It's tied one game apiece, so it's winner-take-all on Monday. LSU won the first game, Florida won the second game in a blowout, so it all comes down to the final game on Monday. You will see some elite draft prospect guys who were supposed to go in the top, top three, top five, are playing in that game. Especially, actually on both sides, both sides, quite frankly. But uh, let's talk about MLB power rankings first. So, closing out the week, there has been a shift in these power rankings of teams as they as they move spots. Who are the best teams in baseball? Who are the top five teams in baseball right now? So, just summarizing it, the biggest jump was the Cincinnati Reds. They made the biggest jump for the second straight week. They moved up another seven spots to number eight. So they're not quite in the top five right now, but they're up to number eight in the power rankings. Last week, they also jumped seven spots. So they went from 22 to 15 and then now to eight. Yes, their 12-game winning streak came to an end on Saturday in a one-run loss against the Braves, but they are they are still sensational right now. Rookie Sensation Ellie De La Cruz is hitting 333 with three homers, eight steals, and a 989 OPS through his first 17 career games. And of course, he hit for the cycle on Friday against Atlanta. The biggest drop is the New York Yankees. They actually won four out of the six games this week, including taking two out of three from the AL West leading Rangers. But it's still been a rough couple weeks for the Yankees, which had them drop in this ranking from number eight to 12. Because they're seven and ten over their last seventeen games, so overall a losing record for the past few weeks. Aaron Judge has no timetable to return from his toe injury. It's come out that he's dealing with a torn ligament in his toe, so there's really no timetable. We're not sure when he's going to be back. And there's a bit of a situation between Josh Donaldson and their manager Aaron Boone. Donaldson was out of the lineup for three consecutive games. And apparently there's, I don't know, some conflict between those two. But now Aaron Boone is clearly air saying that Donaldson will play a lot. I mean, he hasn't been playing well, honestly. Um, after he came back from his injury on June 2nd, he's 6 for 48. He's been booed at Yankee Stadium, uh, including on Friday when he struck out as a pinch hitter when they lost 4-2 to two to Texas. So, not really sure what's going on there. Honestly, I haven't really been paying too much attention to that situation. But Yankees general manager Brian Cashman said that he needs a larger sample size to properly evaluate Donaldson's place on the roster. He believes that Donaldson can improve upon the performance he showed last season. And, I don't know, I think age has just caught, caught up with Donaldson. As it does with everyone eventually. Age has caught up with him and he's not... He's a shell of, him, of his former self, right? He's 37 now, 603 OPS. It's just not what you're used to seeing for the former MVP. But let's get into those power rankings. So number one is the Tampa Bay Rays. They were number one last week. They're still number one this week. And 
You know, it's interesting. They are number one, even though they benched their superstar Wander Franco for two games this week because they're talking about him, you know, being immature, not hustling, etc. And then he homered in his return to the lineup on Saturday. Wander Franco is having a phenomenal year. He's actually one of the top and wins above replacement in all of baseball. You know, I've been a Wander Franco fan ever since he joined the league. I, I said, you know, Wander Franco, Vlad Jr., those two guys are like you know, future faces of baseball. Um, yeah, Vlad, I don't know, not, I mean, he, he had that one MVP caliber year in 2021. Uh, 2022 was, was solid. This year's solid. He just still has to get back to his 2021 level. I think he will. But Wander Franco has been really good. He homered his return to the lineup on Saturday. And yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Because the Rays got off to such a hot start, that's what's given them a bit of a buffer. MLB's putting them on top of this power ranking right now, even though, you know, they haven't been as hot in the last couple weeks as they were, let's say, a month ago. Number two is the Braves. So the Braves, they were also number two last week. They just keep on winning. So this was a big week where you know, they snapped the Reds' 12 winning streak by winning back-to-back games in Cincinnati to close the weekend. And overall, they've won 10 of their last 11 to move within two games of the Rays for the best record in the majors. The Marlins are the only team in the NL East, in NL East fewer than 10 games back of Atlanta. Yes, I said it. The Marlins are closest to Atlanta right now. The Miami Marlins. I'll repeat that. You know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's a weird year. It's an interesting year around baseball where a lot of new teams, there's, there's a lot of fresh blood in the playoff picture this season. And it's good. It's good for the game. But if the playoffs were to start today, the Miami Marlins would be in it. Number three in the power rankings are the Texas Rangers. They're also number three last week. And a lot of this has to do with Mr. Corey Seager. This dude is raked all year long. He missed more than a month with a strained left hamstring, but when he's been healthy, I mean, he's hitting 349 with a 1028 OPS. He has 10 homers and 46 RBIs in just 46 games. That's a 35 homer, 162 RBI pace over 162 games. Of course, that's not necessarily realistic, at least as far as the RBIs go, but he's had plenty of help up and down the lineup. The Rangers lineup is lethal from top to bottom. And the pitching staff is really good, too. And this is what, when you put it all together, this is what you get. A team that has a five-and-a-half game lead in the AL West. Number four in the rankings are the Baltimore Orioles. So it was an up-and-down week for them. They started by splitting a pair with the Rays before dropping a 13-1 decision in the series opener against the Mariners. But still, they closed the weekend with a pair of wins led by the red-hot Anthony Santander. He not only robbed Julio Rodriguez of a home run on Sunday afternoon, but he hit one of his own, which was his fifth in the past six games. Now, the O's have a tough, tough stretch to end the first half. They have four games against the surging Reds, six against the first-place Twins, three against the rival Yankees. In the number five, we have the D-backs. So the D-backs are 47-32. and 32. You know, last week, they were also number five in this ranking. But they still sit atop the NL West despite losing two or three of the Giants over the weekend. That was a really big series, by the way. But they still sit on top of the division. Arizona won the finale on Sunday to avoid the sweep. But things are not going to get any easier this week because they're going to welcome the Rays to Chase Field on Tuesday to begin a three-game set. You have National League Cy Young candidate Zach Gallen. He's going to be on the mound for that series opener most likely. That should bode well for the D-backs. 
considering he's 7-0 with a 1.00 ERA in eight home starts this season. He's been phenomenal. So those are the top five in baseball right now. It's an interesting picture, isn't it? Moving on to the top 100 prospects. So the top, the number one prospect in all of baseball now, it's, they've shaken it up. It's Jackson Holiday. Jackson Holiday, the number one pick of last year's draft, already has become the number one prospect in all of baseball. He is the son of Major League, longtime Major League star, Matt Holiday. But at, what is he, 19 years old, I think? <laughs> He's in high A and yeah, the scouts love this guy. Scouts absolutely love this guy. He's he's hitting really well for the Aberdeen Ironbirds. He's been promoted to high A. Right now, across two levels in 2023, he's hitting 325 with seven homers, 994 OPS as a 19-year-old. So he's on the fast track to the big leagues. Don't be surprised if we see him in double A later this season. And then, yeah, in double A, triple A in 2024. I, I think that's very doable with a, with a chance to actually make the big league club by the end of 2024. The way prospects are being fast-tracked this, these days, it's, it's actually very impressive. It's with the new rules where they don't have to do all the service time manipulation anymore. There's every incentive for teams to get young talent up to the big leagues now, which is really great. Which is really, really great. And it's fun for everyone. So he's the number one prospect in all of baseball now. Ellie De La Cruz is number two, just... Just to put that in perspective, so you know, like, you know what we're talking about. A lot of people haven't really seen Jackson Holiday play, or they don't know much a lot about him, but they've seen Ellie De La Cruz play, and they're like, "Wow, okay, this guy's ranked above Ellie De La Cruz. Let's go check him out." So check him out if you haven't. Jackson Holiday, ETA is 2024 to the big leagues. I think that's accurate. You'll probably see him in Double A this year, and like I said, Triple A slash MLB in 2024. Speaking of top prospects. Number four in all baseball is Yuri Perez, who's with the Marlins right now at the MLB level. So on Sunday, he threw six stellar innings to extend his scoreless streak to 21 innings and lower his ERA to 1.34. So he's had an incredible start to his career. He's the Marlins number one prospect. Actually, by Monday, today is his last day. He's going to graduate from prospect status because he's now spent enough time in the majors to no longer qualify. But on Sunday afternoon, he was still a prospect. The 20-year-old phenom tossed six scoreless innings as the Marlins won 2-0 against the Padres. And, I mean, yeah, there's not really much else to say. This dude has been lights out since his debut on May 12th. I mean, he is stunned with a 1.34 ERA. That's the lowest ERA through a major leaguer's first nine career starts since Steve Rogers in 1973. So... Yuri Perez is that guy. I mean, he's now all the way at the forefront of that NL Rookie of the Year race. Of course, Corbin Carroll's in there, but now you have to throw Yuri Perez in that conversation as well. On Sunday, Freddie Freeman got his 2,000th career hit. Did on Sunday Night Baseball, Astros versus Dodgers. Did it for the Dodgers there, hitting a double in the eighth inning to the right center field gap. Does it in front of his family. You know, Freddie Freeman grew up in Southern California, so he's playing at home right there. But, yeah, 2,000 career hits, it's crazy. I mean, most of those obviously came with the Atlanta Braves. But at this point, you can see that Freddie Freeman is, is well on pace for a 3,000 hit career. He can definitely get there. 
You can definitely get there because of the way he's aging. I mean, this dude is, he's just consistent year in and year out, every single year. So now that he's got 2,000, the next step is trying to get to 3,000. I mean, that's going to guarantee him a spot in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, I mean, if he stays healthy, plays 162, like a year, his numbers are going to be there. He's going to get there. So it's all about staying healthy for Freddie Freeman. Next off, 3,000. Shout out to him for joining the 2,000 hit club. That is, that is phenomenal. And there is a, there's now a tie for the MLB lead in homers. Matt Olson hit his 25th homer of the year on Sunday. This was, you know, Atlanta in Cincinnati. He hits an opposite field blast, his 25th. So he ties Shohei Otani for the major league lead. Just, Mentioning that because you know, we've been talking a lot about Otani in recent days and how he had the major league leap, but now there is he has to make some room. He has to make some room. So that's the news right there. That's gonna do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.